Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 877-337-6666. Steve is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Steve? Well, I, not much. I, I don't know how to follow that story. I mean... Uh, Me neither, uh, honestly. Right. Right. Urine in a Corona bottle. I, so it, but, but anyway... I know. What a mess. This oh, is like sixteen-year-old Sal. By the way, I I, I get it, but, but yeah, we we all have those uh, stories in our past. It's very, very funny. But I, I want to tell you, it's my second or third time calling in. I I wish you the very very best as you move on to bigger and better things. Thank you. And it, it has opened up other opportunities for others in the station, and I'm I'm. Thrill for everybody. I yeah, really and am. I'm really excited for Chris McMonigle, who'll be taking over the overnights. I'm not sure exactly when he's starting, but I'm excited for C-Mac. He's worked hard. He's earned this opportunity. He'll be great. I agree with that. Even though I, I you know, I'm an avid Mets fan, and uh, I've talked to I've talked to C-Mac a couple of times, and he doesn't, um, you know, he doesn't ridicule a Mets fan. He, I mean, he's he's a staunch Yankee fan, but he seems balanced and. Uh, for the most part. So it should be all right. I'm looking forward to it. What but, else you got? Uh, for, yep, go ahead, Steve. What's on your mind about the Mets? Yeah, yeah so here it is. So, um, you know, when I when I listen to Evan Roberts, he's like, well, you know what? Everyone, when it comes to the trade deadline or at the end of the end of the year, everyone, everyone's got to be on the table. It's everyone's got to be on notice. We, we, we can't hold back anybody. And then you got Joe Beningo who's saying, no, 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 bro. No, no. Alvarez is off the table. I need him. There are next nine years. He is our catcher. Okay? I don't want that. So it's like he, Joe obviously feels there are some sacred uh, Mets that we, we, you know, should not be done. Well, I mean, I don't think it'll be, they're not going to trade the younger guys, especially this year. I mean, you want to talk about a bigger package moving forward with something. I mean, it's always possible. There should never really be untouchables. But Beatty and Alvarez are going to have to be a big part of this team if they're going to have success next year. Right. But is, are there any of the veterans that you would say, you know what, we, we should uh, uh, we, we should think about dealing them? Yeah, all of them. I mean, I mentioned it before. McNeil, Marte, you know, all the pitchers, Scherzer, Verlander, the, the bullpen guys, anything that you think you could get something back of value for that could help you next year or moving forward, those are things I think the Mets are going to have to consider. Right. And anybody right, that's like not a, a part of the long-term plan. Right. Like a fan for me. Well, I think fam's a layup. Like, yeah, I mean, he's a layup. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, thanks for the call, and uh, 
Good luck to you. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, I mean, the Mets, when you're sellers, and there are different levels of selling, and that's why I said this is not just about them struggling. It's about them needing to break it up. Not break it down, break the team up. And whether it's McNeil or Marte, I think those are two big enough names. You know, if Pham, while he's been great, he's an insignificant part of this team moving forward. He's a, a role player who's done his job and played his role very well, but he's not a part of their future. It's about the guys who you believe can be a part of the future, what you're trying to build moving forward, and also about maximizing return in an otherwise lost year. So there are many different elements that go into it. Steve is calling from Bayside. What's up, Steve? Hello? Hi, Steve. How are you? Sal here. Hey, Sal. What's going on? It's, uh, um, it's actually my first time calling into the, the show. I actually just wanted to call in to, to speak to you and to uh, say I'm going to miss you since you're leaving the overnights because I work the overnights myself. So it's been a real treat listening to you for these last couple of years. And now... I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. <laughs> well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate that very much. C-Mac will be just fine to so give him an opportunity. You know, we all had to start somewhere, and C-Mac is going to get an opportunity to do a full-time show, and he'll be fine. But I do appreciate the kind words. Yeah, I, li- I do listen to C-Mac on, uh, every now and then uh, when he's on with Evan and, um, mm-hmm. Cardin, and yeah. Craig. So, I mean, yeah, but uh, I-, I like him a lot because you're a huge Mets fan like I am. So, it's... I, and I know Chris is a, is more of a Yankee fan, so it's gonna kind of be kind of sucky to be kind of like all Yankees and just a little bit of Mets. <laughs> Understood. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with this team. You know, I I kind of relate this team to like the Knicks. You know, like you know the Knicks every now and then. You know, they have a good season and they and they give you hope, and then and then it turns into into garbage. You know, and. And both owners are like are like the same in a sense because Dolan, you know, he's not a cheap guy. He'll spend the money, but it's almost like he spends the money on the wrong players. And I feel like Coleman kind of did the same thing. You know, he, he opened up his wallet, but you know, he's spending money on these you know overachieving players. They're all older now, you know. And I really was. I mean, I know you said you kind of like uh, the signing of Max Scherzer, but I got to be honest with you, I really wasn't too crazy about it because you know, coming off the Dodgers series, he mm-hmm. washed. And then, you know, last season he was okay, but when we needed him the most, he wasn't there, you know. And, and I get what you're saying, you know, he needed to make a splash. But I, and, uh, well, but not I, only I that, like not, not only did he need to make a splash, Steve, who else would you have gotten? The Mets needed pitchers. So there are, you know, the, the pitching free agent market is very difficult to navigate. I mean, you look at the Yankees with Carlos Rodon this year. You look at Jacob deGrom and what happened with him and the Rangers. So... A couple years ago, you go back, like, what better guy to invest in than Max Scherzer? Would you want Noah Syndergaard back, Steven Matz? Those have been flops as well, which the Mets tried to do. And then, you know, Syndergaard wanted to go somewhere else. So that's why I say you go for the known commodity and you, you know, maybe overpay for a guy even though he's on the decline and you hope that you could get a good year or two out of him. Unfortunately, they didn't get a full good year out of Scherzer either last year or this year. Yeah, it was kind of crappy. And then I don't know, you know, you know, Verlander, you know, he's just starting with this this year, so I can't really, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, say how he's doing yet. But uh, he looks like he's up and down. You know, he gives you one good start, then you know he doesn't, you know, doesn't come through. But then, and I can't put everything on the lineup because these guys are, you know, they're scoring runs, but it's just the pitching. You know, the starting, the starting, 
Our rotation is trash, and, and our bullpen is even more trash. You know, I kind of wish we would have kept, you know, one of the guys that, that we let go, like, um, oh, what's the guy's name in um, Toronto? I wish we would have kept Chris him. Chris Bassett. Uh, yeah, because he seems to be doing pretty – I thought he did a pretty good job last year. I don't understand why we didn't keep well, him. Well, he was oh. very good last year, all year long, until the Brave series. And thank you, Steve, for the call. Good stuff. We appreciate taking the time to give us a call. He was very good until it counted the most against the Braves and then again against the Padres. So he, I mean, outside of those two starts, he was great. Unfortunately, those two starts meant the most. But looking back, yeah, I mean, Chris Bassett would have been great for this rotation. They missed him terribly this first half. No doubt about it. And maybe that was a mistake in retrospect. I didn't want him here because of the way that it ended. But you know what? Maybe the Mets should have just said, hey, we don't care what the fans' perception is. We don't care how those two starts went. We know that this pitcher long-term is consistent every fifth day. That's what Bassett is. They made a mistake there. And too many of these mistakes add up. It's not just the pitching. It's the offense as well that's been bad. It all starts from the starting pitching. That's their biggest issue. But the offense has not been good either. It's inconsistent, and it's they're not getting timely hits. Plus, they play sloppy baseball. They beat themselves. There's a lot that the Mets have done wrong this year. It's not just one area. I mean, you could pinpoint the starters as the main issue, but there have been plenty of other issues as well. You know, last night, was not a night where you blame Max Scherzer. Was he got to be perfect? He allowed two runs in six innings. I mean, that's not bad. It's not Max Scherzer-like, but it's not bad. That one's on the offense. Sterling Marte's got to be able to drive in a run with the bases loaded twice. The other thing is Scherzer and Verlander, they used to, you know, obviously before they became Mets, they used to dominate every fifth day. Dominate. The Mets haven't seen anything close to those guys dominating with any consistency whatsoever. That's their problem. You're, we're expecting now, like, because it's been so bad, you're almost hoping for, like, oh, yeah, I'd take six innings and two or three runs from those guys. But that would be a bad start from them in their prime. And now that's a good start. Those guys should be going eight scoreless or eight innings, seven-plus innings, giving up you know, two runs or fewer. And they haven't done it. And that should be the case every fifth day. That's what an ace does. They go out there and dominate every fifth day. These guys, you don't know what you're going to get. Even though Scherzer's been a little bit better, it's still not vintage Max. Bob is calling from Bayside. What's up, Bob? Sal, before I get to my Yankee point, that guy who was singing to you, Tony, I yeah. mean, he, he ain't not have a match. He, it's Tony, you ain't no Frank Sinatra. <laughs> and, and, by, and by the way, that song he was singing to, you know, I always tell you, Sal, about things before your time. Early Motown, 1964, Mary Wells, great song. And, and you want to Google another great song of hers, Google Two Lovers, great song. Anyway, let me get to my Yankee point. I want to align myself with E. Frank of why I don't like Met fans. I grew up in the Bronx all my life. I moved to Bayside in 1983, all right? From 84, 85 on with Keith and Gary and all of that. Doc uh, and Daryl, yeah. Yeah. No, no. 
I'm walking on Bell Boulevard with my Yankee shirt on. I'm getting the, the, the middle finger. I'm getting comments. And for, so this went on for three, four years, you know, from 85 to uh, 89. Now two, now it comes 2000. I'm in a bar called the Bourbon Street on Bell Boulevard. And Channel 7's coming around. Into, you know, this is right before the Subway Series mm-hmm. in 2000, October of 2000. And they come around, and it's 10 to 1 Met fans, the Yankee fans in the place. And they get to me, and I got on the air. And here was my message. I said, I have a message for all of you Met fans. I said, and here's a rhyme. You're going to get spanked by the Yanks. All right? And so I, I went through the torment of being a Yankee fan in Bayside. In the 80s. Get, yeah, if I told you. From 85. Oh, I know. I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. I understand it. From 85 to 89, you had your four years. And that was it. And uh, so that's why I, I aligned myself with E. Frank of why I don't like Met fans. All right, I get it. You you want, uh, I mean, we only got a couple hours left. I can't give you the list of why I don't like Yankee fans. <laughs> I, know, I know. It would take you five hours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but not you, Bob. We've developed a nice relationship here. I like, yeah. I like your, I respect your Yankee fandom. Uh, and, and I believe I, you respect you my. Well. Uh, Sal, I wish you well. I have one final comment. Yeah, we started. Ahead. We had we started two and a half years ago with me saying to you that Daniel Jones had all the tools and all he needed was a few things. He got last year he got four things. Here's the four things: a stable head coaching staff, a better OC who's not uh, who's not Jason Garrett, mm-hmm. who had some imagination, a couple of better receivers, and a good running game. There's an old expression: uh, the best friend of a quarterback mm-hmm. is a good running game because you play off it. The defensive line can't pin their ears back and run. I get it. I get it. And he got all four of those things I just mentioned last year, and that's why you saw the real Daniel Jones. Now, are you going to be able to listen to me in the middays with BT? I listen all the time, but as I told you two nights ago, you never, ever get through. All your fans, unless you give me a private number, like like Hector or something. No, yeah, people think, and you know, it's funny, Bob. People think we have a, a private number. There is not. I mean, there's a hotline number for guests and stuff like that, but callers do not call in. On that hotline number. That's probably the number one question that I've gotten over the years. Oh, is there a special number to call in? Mike, no. As a matter of fact, there's not. Well, I, mean, I actually thought that the top three, four callers that you have might get that. Yeah, no, and that's what, that's what I'm saying. That is not true. There is no special line. Everybody just calls in and you know tries their hardest and is well, persistent to get in. The, the reason why I was bringing that up is because this year, you are probably, this football season, you are going to like what I have to say about your Giants. I'm all in on the Giants. I'm not saying they're going to go win this Super Bowl or anything crazy like that, but I love their head coach. I'm a big believer in the Giants, and I will be rooting for the Giants this year. Sal, I'll be listening every day. I'll try to get in. The only time I'll probably see you is if you have some reunion get-together with me and Hector. and some. Oh, you're going to come out? We did the Met game last year, and you didn't do it. Well, I, what do you mean? Come to come to City Field? Well, that's what we did. I mean, we had an outing, and I'm going to try to do that again. So just stay tuned <laughs> to whenever I'm on, whenever that is. I'm going to try to set something up because I would like to to you know hang out with everybody at least one more time. Sal, I told you that joke a few weeks ago. Guy told me he had uh, free Met tickets to City Field. I, I said I don't want to go see the Mets. He said, "Come on, they're free." I said, "All right, I'll go with you if you bring me a, bo- a box of no dose." <laughs> oh, you're terrible, Bob. Bob, it was a, it was thank a you. It was a no, joke. I know, I get it. Thank you for your calls. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck, Sal. Thank you, Bob. And Bob and I, in the beginning, we went at it pretty good. 
But we settled things down over the last two and a half years, and now I feel like we had a good rapport on the air. Yeah, I do want to, I know I've been talking about it all, you know, season long. I do want to set up at least one outing where we could maybe have a little gathering or whatever. Uh, I got to figure it out, though, with the new schedule and how that's going to work and the logistics of it. But anyway, it would be nice to. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Now we're talking. Now we're getting into some of my stuff. I like this. This is a good song. Superbook Sports is changing the game. Help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports. The most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you use the promo code JERSEYFAN, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. Win or lose, Superbook will match your first bet up to $250 with promo code JERSEYFAN. Download the Superbook Sports app in New Jersey, enter the promo code JERSEYFAN, and you'll get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I did a, um, I did a photo shoot today with BT, and... It was, like, I'm comfortable in front of the camera. You know, I do TV stuff, right? So I'm comfortable in front of that camera for the TV show. I could do radio a little bit behind the mic. I have no issues there. But if you put me in front of somebody, you know, a photographer taking pictures in a setting where it's like out of a movie and I'm a model all of a sudden, it's freaking awkward. Oh, hey, put your hands in your pocket, all right? Hey, do some kind of pose. I'm like, what pose? Like, what do you want? What do you mean pose? You want me to stand here with my... Hands in my pockets, I could do that. You need me to cross the arms, I could do that. Well, you know, like point your finger. I'm like, I don't really want to like point. It's awkward. I don't do the point. Oh, you and BT pretend that you're fighting. I'm like, pretend. What do you mean pretend? I can't stand this guy. No, uh, you pretend you're yelling at each other and all that stuff. Like, it's it's just awkward. Now it was fun. It was very cool to be a part of. BT and I had a lot of fun doing it. Hoff was in there as well, so we had some fun with the three of us. But it was just so awkward. Even, like, I'm not good with pictures. Even my wife, oh, let's take a picture. I hate pictures. Leave me alone with the pictures. Try to live in the moment. I get, you know, pictures of my daughter is one thing. Pictures of me, 
And I don't really love it. And now with Instagram, you want to have a presence there. So you got to kind of take these pictures. Anyway, it was just a weird thing doing a photo shoot. Very fun, very exciting. But then when it comes down to it, they're like, okay, go up there. And I'm like, uh, and do what? Well, you know, smile maybe. Give us a serious face. Arr, grr, baby, grr. 877-337-6666. Nicole is calling from Ronkonkoma. What's up, Nicole? Hey, Sal. How are you? Good, Nicole. How are you? Good to hear from you. Thanks. I'm sorry about my voice. I um, actually am just on my way home from Mexico. I got I got caught there, stuck there for an extra two days. So I got nine days away from baseball instead of seven. You've been gone a while, it feels like. It's only nine days. The last time I talked to you was nine days ago? Yeah, I talked to you on my way to the airport last week. And um, we were supposed to come home Tuesday, and our flights got... I don't know if you saw the news, but there was massive cancellations everywhere. I did. And we got canceled for two days trying to get out of there, and um, it was a disaster. But I did manage to uh, to stay away. It was, besides the MLB notifications that were sporadically coming through my phone because the Wi-Fi was so bad, I managed to uh, have a real break from baseball, and it was a perfect time to do so. <laughs> oh, goodness. You're going to need a break for the second half as well. Your team is done. Oh, one... 100%. I actually got caught trying to download some illegal VPN after a day of margaritas by the pool, and uh, my daughter caught me trying. I was trying to stream it, and I uh, got my phone confiscated. So well, They don't have the games on at the bar or something over there? <laughs> Not in Mexico, no. The only game that was on was the uh, Herman Perfect Game, MLB. Um, I guess they put it out for free. when. Ah, uh, okay, know. yeah. Um, but other than that, I stayed away from it completely. Um, and I'm really, I'm really glad. And actually, I was supposed to have tickets to the game tonight, and I managed to get some Wi-Fi. I got a hold of Hector and gave him my tickets for tonight. Oh, very so nice. Of course, you're giving Hector your tickets. Of course. <laughs> well, because you're well, I know friends. Hector will use them. Yeah. Yes, we're friends, and I know that Hector will use them. Nobody else wants them. <laughs> that that is true. Hector's good to go. He'll go no matter what. So that is a good point. Yeah, but I just wanted to wish you luck. I'm so happy for you, and I'm excited because. That's actually the show that I catch the most. I'm usually on my way back and forth from court at the time. So I will get to hear. I never get to catch a show at night unless I'm up and drinking or on my way to the airport. So I'm really happy for you. Good luck. You're going to crush it. And um, maybe I'll get through one of those one, one day, even though it's, like, super difficult. But. Well, thank you very much, Nicole. I appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, you know, we appreciate the support. And if you could listen, call, that's great. So thank you for the kind words. And it was fun to meet Nicole out there as one of our listeners when we had, uh, you know, the overnight party there at City Field a year ago. Almost coming up on exactly, I know, we get a couple months. I think it was August of last year. And that's where the whole NL East is over, that song that night of the Mets taking three of four from the Braves. We were out there that Sunday with DeGrom dealing. So it was nice to hang out with everybody. So Good to hear from you, and glad you're back safe from your trip. Jeff is calling from Colorado. What's up, Jeff? Sal, how you doing, buddy? Good, Jeff. How are you? Doing doing all right. A little bit down, uh, you know, with uh, the Mets uh, last night and just the, the season in general. Uh, come back to the Mets in just a quick second, as everybody else. Just uh, really, truly want to wish you all the best uh, during the day. Obviously, been listening, you know, since you've been on. I've been an overnight caller for three years uh, over the night and under the coverage was uh, Steve Summers and mm. uh, the great Tony Page. But, um, you know, you said it a few times the last few nights. There, there's something really special about the overnights, both the hosts uh, and the callers. And uh, it's just a, a different type of listen during the day, much more insightful. And I look forward to you bringing that to, during, the, during the day. Um, 
and uh, and and the fans got you know a, a real nice roster of uh, both you know part time and and fill and host that have really you know just done done a phenomenal job and so uh, you know props to whoever's been doing that. Well, Spike um, Spike Eskin has done a really nice job with that, developing, giving young guys an opportunity. So I, we appreciate that very much. Thank you, Jeff. For the yeah, ab- absolutely. And even you know uh, you know listen, I mean guys like Ricky Ricardo, you know, I mean just just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Just you know some some of the overnight uh, listens uh, lately on the weekends. Um, you know, Sal, as far as the Mets, you know, we know this team can play. That's what's really frustrating to me is you, you see flashes of it. And, you know, you combine that with the sloppy defense uh, and, and the bullpen that, you know, that blows leads. Uh, you're correct that you can't expect a perfection from Scherzer. Well, I honestly, nothing against Buck personally. I have not been happy this year with his bullpen management, and I didn't think Scherzer should have been out there to face Caratini uh, last night. But the other side of that is the bullpen hasn't been reliable. So I don't know that you can blame him, you know, on, on that. You're damned if you do, damned, damned if you don't. Uh, and I've said this to you before and, and other hosts is that it, it's even more true now. If you want to see them go on any kind of run here, they've got to be way more aggressive. They've got to be stealing every time they're on the base pass, and, and they cannot hit into any more double plays. Uh, what I want to know from you, Sal, is, is really three things. One, does the team have it in them to make some kind of run for a wild card in the second half? No. Two, okay. Two is during the last sale, we didn't really yield any uh, players that, that, that panned out. The only one that's still around from that time when uh, Sandy, uh, you know, Del Granderson and some of the others is, is Nagosik, uh and nothing against him. Right, but do you, do, you, do, do you remember why, though, they didn't net anything? What was their main priority they didn't, back they, then? They, I, I, I think it probably is, is the opposite of what Cohen's doing. Right. The salary. That's exactly know, so, right. It's the yeah. exact opposite. They were looking to shed salaries and take back lesser prospects. Now the Mets are going to be looking, or at least it appears, and it's been reported and Cohen has hinted at it, that they would be looking to dump some of these guys, pay more of their salary to get back the better prospects. So – you no, know, you're you're 100 right. So the two other questions I have for you, I really like that Cohen is dedicated to building a strong pipeline down on the farm because I truly believe that's the way to win consistently. Um, so do you think the Mets have some pieces that will yield any team's top ten prospect other than maybe Robertson? I think it was Fleeks that said a couple nights ago or last week or something that Robertson can probably get them, you know, a, a pretty solid prospect. Can we get a top well because 10 of what happened last year, right? Because of what happened last year when Robertson was traded from the Cubs to the Phillies. So maybe Robertson. I mean, I can't imagine Tommy Pham is going to get that. Trade deadline has changed. Teams hold on to their prospects much more than they used to many years ago. So, and and maybe a top pitcher like Luis Castillo last year. You know, the Mets don't have that. They don't have a young, not young. Well, I mean, yeah, in Castillo's case, but their best pitchers are guys who are making $40 million next year, each on top of, you know, the rest of this year's salary. So, I don't see how any team would want Scherzer or Verlander based on their performance first and then their contract second. Okay, well, I mean, that's that, that's fair right there. I mean, I think Cohen's likely to pay, you know, up to the max salary even, even you know, uh, on, on a Scherzer or Verlander, but I, I think you're, right, you're but, right on that. But, but let's just do the math, Jeff, real quick, right? Let's just say Scherzer waves his no-trade clause. The Mets are going to be looking to deal Max Scherzer. He's got an opt-in next year to his contract. Which let's just assume he's going to pick it up. What is it, $37 million, Whatever it is, let's say $40 million bucks. The Mets are going to owe him $20 million roughly the rest of this year and roughly $40 million next year. That's $60 million. 
How much of that do you think would need to be paid down by Steve Cohen to have another team take him on? 95%. Right. Now, why would you pay? Let's just say it was 60%. Why would you pay 60%, 95%? Why would you pay that much to have him go pitch somewhere else? It's, it's, it's got to be somebody that's a, that's, a, that's a huge prospect. I think you're right, and, and I think teams are, are likely to uh, to hold on to them. So I'm, I'm really interested to see you know if they can yield yield anything. The only other thing is that you know if, if this is going to be it, then, then, then please just bring up Mauricio, let him test out left fields in the majors at this point, bring up Vientos, and let these guys play every day and not ride the pine. Uh, that, that's the end of it. The only other thing, Sal, I'll, I'll leave you with this is, I really, truly hope you have a great, uh, great run for for many, many years into uh, into the midday there. And uh, nothing against King Cullen, but Food Town's where it's at. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Jeff. I appreciate that. Uh, I never worked in Food Town, nor have I ever. Um, well, I didn't grow up going there. I might have been in one or two over the course of my life. Shoprite, we used to frequent Shoprite on Long Island. Uh, then King Cullen, and then it was Stop and Shop. And now it's a little bit of Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Costco. There's plenty of good spots out there. But Food Town is not one that I'm uh, overly familiar with uh, from Long Island. But I do appreciate the kind words. 877-337-6666. And they kind of go together because you wish me success and longevity in the midday. Well, if I don't have that, I might be back at King Cullen or Food Town. You never know. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal, got it back on the fan. 877-337-6666. The final overnight show for me. We got two more hours. Well, two hours and ten minutes to play with here. As we go to 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Is Al back, Fleegs? Do we know he's feeling healthy and is back in? Al will not be here today. Wow, Al will not be here. So he was out yesterday as well. So Jerry, I'm assuming, will do the warm-up show with Zoo, who is, uh, well, whatever. Jerry will be on the warm-up show. I'm not sure who else is going to be in with him, but it's just been habit for me to say with Al and Jerry, so maybe I'll continue to say that. Uh, anyway, 877-337-6666. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Oh, God, why? <laughs> uh, hello? Oh, I, I didn't know I was online. Uh, <laughs> uh, how you doing, Sal? I know you joke because if you don't joke, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Well, I've been crying. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I've been crying. Um, all right, I have a few things Who to say. Who else is uh, going to give you Vanderpump rules? You think C-Mac is going to be talking VPR? No, no way. Um, overnights are done. I'm coming to the midday, Sal. I'm moving on. I'm following you. Um, I have a few things to make, you know, so don't, don't come me off quick. You know, I'll make this fast. Like I tell my wife, you know, I'll make this quick. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, what does that mean? Yeah. No, don't yeah, tell me. Don't you tell know, me. Sometimes it's not in the mood. I'm like, can you please? <laughs> I'll make this. Just be fast. No. Oh, it's not good. Um, look, I'm very sad. Hold on, Chris. Um, you're, you're, yeah, your phone is breaking up. Hold on. I'm going to put you on hold because I know you're way to the wall. I'll get back to you. you got to get in a better spot because your service is going in and out right there. I can't hear you. Sam is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Sam? What's going on, Sam? How you doing, brother? Good, Sam. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Congratulations on the move up. And, you know, pretty, it just feels cool being part of your last show. Well, thank you, I Sam. I appreciate you taking the time to call. All right. So I am a Yankees fan, but I wanted to talk about the Mets. I mean, I've been, you know, born and raised in New York, watching baseball for more than 40-some-odd years. 
I am of the opinion that I don't think the Mets are actually far off. And hmm. and if I'm the Mets, the, the the kind of thing that I would focus on at the deadline, first of all, I think they should be active because I do think they need to retool the, the team. I think the core is pretty good. But I would really, if I was the Mets, I, my first move would, I would really be trying to focus on seeing if I can get the Tigers to take Jeff McNeil and give me Eddie Rodriguez. I think if you put Rodriguez back in this rotation and you're going Verlander, Rodriguez, Scherzer, you know. Oh, tell me about uh, Rodriguez. What's his deal? Is he young? Is he under control? Yeah, he, he's tw- he's twenty eight, twenty nine years old. Okay. Technically, he's g- good lefty. He's pitching to a two ERA this oh, year. When's he become a free agent? Well, he's gonna opt out of his. Most likely, he's gonna opt out of his contract. I think he has three years left on his contract at eighteen million, but he he has an opt out after this year. Okay, so it's out. so it's realistic then for him to be available. Yes, number one, I think he's definitely going to be available. I think the Tigers are trying to uh, sort of mm. – they're kind of like the, the Reds two years ago. They need to accumulate players, and then when they get ready, sort of add on. I think if you bring in Rodriguez now, you get a chance to see him sort of in the mix. The problem and then is, you can though – you re-sign him next year. All right, that's fine. The problem is they're not going to want Jeff McNeil. I mean, why would the Tigers want Jeff McNeil? Well, here's why. Because I think that the luster of him winning a batting title next year may still play. I mean – Rodriguez is a rental. You know, like, like I said, if you can sort of – I mean, he's not playing well now, which kind of hurts. But that, that brings me to my point because I really think that the Mets – like, I don't think Jeff McNeil is what Mets fans thought he would be. I think his his first year was his best year. He had 23 home runs that year. I don't think he's hit 10 home runs since. And right now he's on a pace to hit eight home runs. So, you know, maybe the Tigers figure change the scenery. Maybe they figure he, they, you know, he fits into their culture and they can get him back to – that 320 homer guys, at, you know, can sort of hit at the top of their lineup. You know, he maybe he helps their younger players. He's a little bit more of a, of a pro, you know. And, 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 again, like I said, hopefully you can convince the Tigers of that and you can get Rodriguez. Because I think the thing about it is Rodriguez, may, he makes you better this year. But then he's also the kind of guy, because the Mets have no pitching after. Like, if you look at their farm system, their best pitcher is three, four years away easy. So they don't have any young pitching. No, the Mets need, they're going to have to get more pitching. They need pitching. So the one thing, maybe their main mission when selling would be, we need to acquire young pitching and you know, exactly. for, for, you know minor league pitching. So they'll pay they'll pay down the contracts and get a better prospect back. But that's what they got to get is prospects in the pitching department. And that's why I think the next move, if I was them, I would go to a team like the Marlins who have. Ten young arms, but they don't have any bats. And what I would try to do is see if the Mets obviously are not, for whatever reason, I think maybe it's because he doesn't have a true defensive position, but I don't think Vientos is in their future the way Beatty and Alvarez. And honestly, I think if they trade if, if they trade McNeil, the next move I would make would be to put bring up Mauricio, put him at second base, and let him just finish out the year. I think You well, do that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, then I was going to say then, because then I'd look at the Marlins and see if I can take a guy like Kevin Parada, a guy like Mark Vientos, and if I have to do a Jet Williams, trade him to the Marlins and see if I can get, you know, Edward Cabrera or Trevor Rogers. I'm, I'm still getting to get two young, controllable arms with a lot of upside. I'm giving them bats. If you look at the Mets, they're set up with Nemo in center field. You got Alvarez behind the plate, Beatty and and and, uh, Lindor. and Lindor, right? I would sign. Uh, I would sign Alonzo, yep. right? Your first. If you put Mauricio at second, 
Now you're going into the finishing the season, plus also next year you got Verlander, you got Rodriguez, you got Scherzer, Verlander and Scherzer on there last year. You still have uh, Quintana, you got Singer. Those five pitchers, if they're healthy, I mean that's a representative starting staff. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't know about that, Sam. And good stuff. You got good info, and we do appreciate you taking the time to call. I mean, it's interesting. Look, bottom line is Mets need young arms. They need arms to go uh, in the minor league system and somehow either make them better, as Steve Cohen said. They either need to draft and develop young arms or find other arms, bring them into the organization, and make them better. That is a clear need for this team. Who they're going to give up, who they're going to get, those are the questions. But I I wouldn't just say, oh, Verlander, Scherzer, they're good rotation. No, those guys, you can't rely on them. Now, unfortunately, they're not going anywhere, and they're probably going to have to run it back for the most part next year with some tweaks here or there. But I think at this trade deadline, the number one thing should be the Mets trying to load up the farm the best they can with young pitching prospects. Let's try Chris in Beacon again. Chris, your phone was hey, breaking up. Bad service area. Yeah. All right. So let me make this quick because um, I know I'm up against the update. But uh, it's good hearing all these callers come in, call in and everything. It's just uh, it's a sad time right now for the overnight. You know, I'm gonna, you're my guy. I'm going to miss you. And uh, – this is good talking. Like I said, C-Mac will be great, but as far as our connection with the teams and Mets and all that, it's not going to be the same. Um, so I'll try to check you check you and BT during the day when I can. Um, but uh, what am going to say? A couple points real quick. Oh, six months ago, so, you know, I said I, I may not have a Twitter. Who knows? My wife deletes it. So, of course, I, I DM Sal. I said, here's my number. Keep it. You hit me with the one letter K. Now, when my wife, my wife hits you with a K, I know I did. I said something wrong. Or she she pissed at me. When she's with okay, we're good. Dial hits me with the K. I didn't see my. I didn't see. I didn't get no text back. So you I know. don't. Even, I don't honestly don't remember. I remember DMing you or whatever, uh, or having that exchange on Twitter. I don't remember no, the whole number back. thing. I probably just ignored I'll, it. Yeah, you probably did. Maybe I said again. maybe I said North- K for something else. Here's the thing. I don't. Want, did you text me something before that? Then that's probably what no. I responded K for. No, no, no. it was. Case I get my Twitter, here's my number. He said, okay. Uh, um, well, we could be in touch on Twitter. I can't be exchanging numbers. It's nothing against you. I can't do the numbers, Chris, with everybody. And I'm, I don't want people calling me, period, or texting me, period. And now what am I going to just add a whole roster of fan callers? I already got too many of them, as a matter yeah, of fact. Sure. All right, well, then hit me. If we do tickets, just hit me on Twitter then if you need a, you know. Well, that's, see, stuff. that's the tricky part because I do yeah. want to do a game and organize something. But I can't get in touch with everybody all at once. I don't have everybody's number. Although in that particular case, maybe I would reach out for you. But social media yeah. is a good way. Or on the air, I'll talk about it. We'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe it would be promoted. But anyway, I, I hope to see you there when we do do a gathering. Yeah, let me know. Uh, just hit me on there or whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, that's good. And Fleeks, too. I'm going to hit Fleeks up because... Uh... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss talking to Fleeks too with the Jets season coming up. It could be a well, Fleeks will Fleeks will still be doing. It. He's gonna be filling in doing the overnight stuff, and he'll be here with C-Mac. So Fleeks is not going anywhere. You'd be able yeah, to talk to him. All right. Well, um, you know how I feel about the Mets, but I'm gonna end it with one of my Chris Corny jokes. You know, I'm good for the Corny jokes. It's the last one, I swear. Okay. Oh, well, now you so, tell me we we could have came up with the nickname Corny Joke Chris. Oh yeah, you know what it is. It's always it's always Corny. But with the Mets, I believe in Cohen. Blah blah blah. This even season's over. See you next year. All right, so let's do my corny joke of, of the night for the for the end of it. I'm gonna miss you, Sal. All right, so you know when you you say you um, you know I'm gonna miss you, and I'm like I ain't missing. I'm moving on, Sal. Uh, I will miss you as much as I'm gonna miss getting root canals. I'm gonna miss you like I have an ingrown toenail. Or better yet, Sal, I'm gonna miss you 
Like I would miss general herpes, which I don't have, by the way. But you know the difference between salicata and herpes, Sal? What? Herpes is coming back. Sal is gone. That is that is true. <laughs> I love you, Sal. Well, thank you, Chris. Love you, too. <laughs> I appreciate you checking in. Uh, I'm not sure I understood that, Marco, to the fullest. Did you get that? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, I kind of tuned out. You would tune out on what? What was? Well, I think the joke is he's going to miss you as much as things that are terrible. Which that I yeah, got. But he, yeah, but he waxed poetic for like five minutes before right. well, that. I so think I was the, the joke is, I mean, he's being sarcastic, but we all know he really will miss you. So, right. I guess the part I'm confused on was the herpes herpes yes, part. Yes, and I'm pretty the sure general? he said general. Right. So, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> Am I not supposed to? Okay. I think we're supposed to leave that alone. Okay. Maybe you could talk to him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't Should we have dumped that? I don't even know what. He, I, like, uh, I, I just I, I don't get it. Ah, it's your last show. It's just that care? for the actual term, which we're not going to say, it's not general. Oh, yeah. okay. Now I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you missed that twice. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. That's why I lost no, the I rest it. of it because that was the only thing I heard and my mind was like, what? <laughs> That's where I general? went to. General? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> now that makes it funny. Okay. 877-337-6666. Doesn't it? I mean, that makes Wait, it better. Why, again, that's where my mind went to. And then Fleeks is in my in my ear going, General? That, yeah. That's <laughs> why we were all laughing when you were still, like, processing through it right. on the air. We, we were yeah. still talking we to Chris. Yeah. Oh, God. We, we moved on. Oh, man. You never know what the overnight callers are going to bring. Uh, in this case, General Herpes. 877 <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I could... <laughs> For more on that, we go to Stuart in Brooklyn. Stuart. <laughs> Can't do this stuff in the midday, Sal. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.